Here we go. West Hills Friends is a Quaker meeting in Portland, Oregon. You can find more information about our community at westhillsfriends.org. As a Quaker community, we encourage everyone to share from their hearts. Especially as it pertains to God's leading in their lives. These words are shared into a community that values the opportunity to respond and dialogue about what is said. The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributor. And do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. So Isaiah 58, verse 8. Then shall your light break forth like dawn. This is the American King James. I just thought it was really just so pretty. So, Your healing shall spring up speedily. Your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, or another way to say that is center, the pointing of the finger, the speaking wickedness, wickedness, if you pour yourself out for the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then shall your light rise in the darkness and your gloom be as the noonday. And the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your desire in scorched places and make your bones strong and you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. And your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. If you turn back your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, and the holy day of the Lord honorable, if you honor it not going your own ways, or seeking your own pleasure, or talking, talking idly, then you shall take delight in the Lord, and I will make you ride on the heights of the earth. If you, I will feed you with the heritage of Jacob your father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. So, um, maybe serendipitously, this week is the exact anniversary of me working here at West Hills for one year. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun. So. <laughs> um, this has coincided and helped facilitate a, a, a spiritual awakening for me, a rebirth, like an opening, an, a, uh, 
a lifting um, and so many, so many epiphanies over the past year. Um, the song, Morning Gilded the Sky, My Heart Awakening Cries. It's, it's like that, Morning Gilded the Sky. Prior to uh, about this time last year, so in the summer and spring of 2018, I had not been feeling very well. Um, was having uncomfortable physical symptoms, a lot of stress, um, just numbness and hands and feet and burning sensations and headaches, shoulder and neck pain. I was seeing um, several practitioners trying to find some relief. Um, I was stressed about everything. I mean, politics, <laughs> that was, you know, enough. But um, um, feeling of powerlessness to, to make anything different, uh, just all the dangers of postmodern society, um, parenting, um, Everything seemed dangerous, and every good thing turned sour. You know, it was like everything I thought was okay was not okay, you know? So there was really, like, so little path to take. So, so everything was um, uh, everything was a snare. Um, and I got to the point of uh, really indulging those complaints. I was, it, it, I, it got to a very um, materialistic view of the world. I, I was coming to worship, but I was like a once a month stand out on the um, playground with the kids, sort of like, I, you know, if I come in, it's just, it's not going to be worth it, you know, not, not that we're all like that out there, but it just was my experience, you know, it, it was, um, just got to where I, I didn't know what to do anymore, um, and so it was having some physical manifestations as well. So, uh, one day, I'm, I got to the point where it, I felt like it was going to be getting worse. It was going from a point of this is uncomfortable to this might be something serious. So, I changed, something inside me changed, and I'm still trying to f discover the recipe <laughs> of what happened. But something inside me changed, and I no longer asked the question. I stopped asking the question of why is life like this? Why did all this happen? Why, why, why do we have to live like this? Um, to what is the source of healing? What, 
where can I find healing? Um, what is the source? What is the source? And I, I sort of repeated that for a few weeks. What is the source? I just wanted to know. And one day, it wasn't immediate, I got the answer. I had a um, incredible feeling of just wash over me um, of all is well. Um, it was completely soothing. It was a deep knowledge that nothing could hurt me. I was a soul that was of spirit and returning to spirit. This was a, this is not a world that can hurt me. It is, a, it is uh, I mean, as the weeks came, went on, I got more, it, it sort of filled out more, but um, basically it was everything that I had had problems with, I could now find a soothing answer for it. Um, and it was inside of me. It was inside of me. There was nothing outside of me that could help me or save me. It was all inside of me. From that point, I was having ahas every day. I mean, maybe three or four a day. It was like a path, and it is still, like going down a path where there are berries just for the plucking. Or like, um, I mean, it's like a, you, it's raining and you have the, I had the umbrella up and, and suddenly I'm, it's always been raining. But when I did this, I could feel it. It's like it was there. It was always there. I just had to take that away. Um, or I was standing in the shade and the sun, I went to the warmth of the sun. You know, there's so many metaphors for what it was like or what it is like. Now back to the job. So I have been attending worship for every Sunday, save a few um, while on vacation, but every Sunday for a year. And it's like a feast. I, it is like uh, to be together, what a gift to have a place to come and f be in that um, centered place together and to everyone is allowed <laughs> to explore that. And I am allowed to stand and um, share what rises up in me. Um, I just, I made a few notes of the things that I have learned over the year, and um, so I'll just share more. <laughs> so, uh, firstly, a little goes a long way. A little bit of intention of a little, a little bit of turning direction to where I want to go goes a long way. It's not that I need to decide that I'm going to move a mountain. It's just a little intention, and then the grace of God comes behind me, and everything seems easier. Um, 
had something, but okay. Uh, so the other thing is um, breathing. I learned how to breathe deeply in the diaphragm, and it ha it is so conducive to finding that center. I mean, it is part of meditation, um, but I I have just found a rich experience through the practice of of yoga, especially. But when I imagine, and again, it's like this a little going a long way, um, breath as spirit, and I'm breathing in breath, the breath, as imagining it as spirit coming into me and then g going out, breathing in love, breathing out love, breathing in love, breathing out what doesn't serve. Every breath is like an expansion and a retraction. So we take in something new, and then we let go of something that doesn't serve. This is every breath. Every breath. And, you know, the ancient Hebrew word for spirit, ruach, is breath. I mean, it's, it means breath, wind. It's, this is, we cannot live without breath. Breath brings in oxygen and in a chemical reaction turns to energy and it is what drives our cells. We live because of breath. It is God's power in us and through us. And the deeper we breathe, the more we get of it and the more vital our body is. Um, so breathing also helps me just drop in. It's like my soul is in my body more than I... Um, I had seen um, a practitioner who, who said that, you know, um, you know it, it, it's like you, you, are out, you are here. You're outside of your body. <laughs> and, and, and it was so like, it was such a, um, it was such a helpful image because I was not able to feel, you know, it was like I was not in my body to feel what I, what I needed to feel. And so coming in and allowing that, uh, um, it's like, I am a soul, I am not a mind, uh, and I am not a body, I'm a soul in a body with a mind, and I use my mind to to do the things that I needed to do to keep my soul in my body. <laughs> you know, I need to use my mind to breathe deep. I need to use my mind to create the space, the Sabbath, the fasting from the things that aren't helpful. So also in that silence... So talking about distraction, um, often uh, was so difficult to sit in silence. I mean, so much to be distracted of it, just like a mind, your mind going like a fan. But a little goes a long way. The space between each thought, the space between each word, the space between each letter <laughs> you know is the is where god is it's like it, that's it's okay it can be minute it can, it's that's but it, the experience 
can open up into something vast. Um, it's like a portal, you know, it's like staying in the now, staying now, it, 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 not letting my mind go forward or like rehashing backwards, it's staying right here and just taking every moment like a clean slate, clean slate. What is it now? What is now? Um, I'm not even really following my notes anymore, but okay. Um, Seek and ye shall find. Wow, that was very, very clear to me that when I seek something, I get it immediately. In fact, it already exists for me. I just need to open up to it. I need to allow it in. I mean, God is everything. So all of that is accessible to me. Um, So it's really just moving the way a river flows around rocks, it's like um, I can remove the rocks or I can just go with the river. So either way, just stay in the flow. Um, also, the, uh, the word God ha- has, is not always very useful to me um, because it's so like, it's so defined and so limiting. I find words like, um, like from be, be Thou Our Vision, Creator, Thy Light, Our Son. Um, we already have words like love and joy and peace. That is God, that feeling, that fullness. Um, uh, that is our home. We want, we go towards those feelings because that is where we come from. That is our, that is where we come from and where we're going back to. And so it's not that um, the feelings, any other feelings are necessarily bad. It's just that we, we, when we experience coming back home, it is so sweet that it is worth the experience of not having it. Everything serves us. Everything is here to serve us. And then I discovered the meaning of unconditional love, that I could access this place inside of me without any needing any condition. I didn't need to be in worship. I didn't need to be around people that were nice to me. (laughs) I didn't need anything around me to feel love, and I didn't need any condition to give love. It was, it is initiated in me, and and it is experienced in me. Um, Love also feels like gratitude and acceptance of all, all, non-judgmental about others, about myself, about anything that I am experiencing, 
to reduce all judgment. I mean, that's the best thing. That is the thing I was the best at was being judgmental, to be critical, to be like, no, that's not right, you know? So to accept it all myself, myself, everything that happens to me is teaching me something about myself. Um, well, the final thing I'd like to share is a new word, but it's also an old word. <laughs> it's new because I'd never heard it before, <laughs> but it's old because it's what I named my daughter. <laughs> okay, just a second. <laughs> so the word is charism, and we, our daughter's name is Charis, and we knew that it me meant grace, and in Welsh it meant to love, but Charism was defined by somebody named uh, Carolyn Mace, but her explanation of this just like was so amazing. It means the unique grace of your soul. So she says, though your charism is more than your creativity, your creative gifts are very much part of all that defines your uniqueness. We all have something to give, and it is completely unique to you, to me. There, we sometimes can think that we we can sometimes clump ourselves in as all of West Hills or all Quakers or Christians or whatever the, the group. But each person has a unique gift. And that is our purpose in this world, to find it, to live it. Okay, she goes on to say this, and this is what I'll end with. In that same vein, you have a charism, a purpose to give to life. The creative essence that this moment in time in your life is awaiting. Imagine that, your creativity, your beingness, as a life ingredient essential to the ongoing wheel of human evolution. It is our turn to do our part, each in our own way, and just as every bolt and screw is needed to hold up a house, every human being has his or her time of contribution. What can we imagine ourselves contributing? Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We're really happy that so many of you are finding it to be helpful and as a way to stay connected with what's going on with us here at West Hills Friends. If you'd like to stay connected with us in other ways, we have a couple options for you. You can check out our website. It's westhillsfriends.org. There you'll find some more information about who we are as a community. You can also follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook account by just searching for West Hills Friends. You can also follow us on Instagram. We have a Instagram account with the name West Hills Friends. 
So we hope that you'll get connected with us in other ways. And again, thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast.